purchase today. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. I need a sign to let me know you're here. All of these lines are being crossed over the atmosphere. Good morning. Welcome to today's program of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm the uh, founder of the Olive Tree Ministry, Rick Rodriguez. Angels, America, in the end of the world, or in the end of the age, I would put it that way. End of the world means the end of all things. We're not here we're not at the end of all things we're just at the end of an age at the end of a dispensation at the end of a plan an eternal plan of god and this dispensation is 2000 years would be about a 2000 year period of time and at the end of this 2000 year period of time um probably 80% of the prophecies of the Bible will be fulfilled. I'm trying to remember the exact percentage, but roughly 80% will deal with the time that we're living in presently. And uh, a big, great percentage of those, that 80%, probably 60%, 40, yeah, I would say 60, 70% of the 80% would actually be the period of time in the last decade before Christ returns? I would say at least 70% of the 80%, maybe even 80% of the 80%. And the Holy Spirit, through the Scriptures, in Revelation, especially, addresses really the last generation when Israel became, well, well, I would say the period of time from when Israel became a nation to the time of the final judgments of Christ upon the world, the societies, and his return. And he's setting up the millennial kingdom. In that last 10-year period, there will be the, the first resurrection of the body of believers to the, the uh, judgment seat of Christ. Armageddon, later. We will not be here when America... Babylon the Great is destroyed 
we will be rescued from our fallen state for those of us who are living. Those who are still living are going to be rescued from your physical body. Your physical body is going to be changed in an instant. So fast you you can't even see it. And you'll go from mortal to immortal for eternity. This is a great desire of man from the time of the Garden of Eden through the ages is to become immortal. And not just become mortal, the fallen nature, fallen philosophy, the desire of fallen man is not only to become immortal, but to become God, to become God himself. And the belief is and the thought is, has been through the ages, that if you can become immortal, you are a God. Well, we will be immortal, but we will not be God. We are not being uh, uh, changed from our one state in the physical world to an immortal state in the invisible world to become God. We, that can never happen. But many of the ancient religions and religions presently believe that we can become God, that man can become God, that man is God, that man has no need of God, an eternal power, an eternal life force. Here we are, we are in a final, at the end of a dispensation. And at the end of that dispensation, especially in the last 10 years, the scriptures are very clear on what will happen in that 10-year period of time. Especially in the time before what we Christians refer to as a time of tribulation, followed by great tribulation, followed by the wrath of God, followed by Christ's return. We Christians, we believers, in our eschatology, our study and understanding of the sequence of events that will take place in the plan of God in the church age, the age where and there is a church age. There's an age where there will be seven churches of God. And what makes us churches is one thing. The experience of being born again. A, in, an individual who is not born again may be religious, may be in a church, may be in an assembly, in a religious world, <clears throat> a religious world. But if they are not born again, they are not part of the church system of Jesus Christ. And in that system, there are seven churches throughout the world, at the end of the world, not just when the church age began after Christ's ascension or resurrection and ascension, but at the end 
before his return, there will be seven churches. If you're not born again, you are not in one of the seven churches. You're just in a world of religion. A world that may believe that Jesus Christ is God. He is real. The demons, they know. They believe in God. And they tremble. But they're not born again. At the end of that time, at the end of this church age, at the end of a dispensation, which many Christians don't like that term dispensation. Well, it is a dispensation. It is a 2,000 year period of time where the Holy Spirit is dispensing His Spirit upon His believers. It is a dispensation. It is an age, a church age. It is a 2,000 year period of time and you can call it a a, a two-day period of time. Up to the time of Christ's coming, there had been 4,000 years. And like it says in Peter, a day with the Lord is a thousand years with man. And in God's eternal plan for mankind, there will be a 7,000-year period. And in our understanding of time, it would be 7,000 years. And God will complete an eternal plan. With God, it would be a seven-day period of time. The Lord set principles, patterns in the Old Testament with Moses. The children of Israel in a week, in a seven-day period of time known as a week, there would be six days to work, one day to rest. That same pattern is with uh, that God is following that same pattern. He, God, will work with man for six days or 6,000 years. And then on the seventh day, God will rest from his labor. And it will be a thousand year period of time. That seventh day will be known as the millennial kingdom of Christ. We are near, we are bumping that membrane of time. We are right at that when this is about to occur. Christians living today don't have the realization, for the most part, especially in America, that we are at the very end of the age, the end of the sixth day. They don't have any realization of that, especially within the larger denominations, Catholicism, the Lutheran churches, Presbyterians, a great majority of Protestantism, the uh, Orthodox churches. They know that there's hardships in the world but they don't have an idea for the most part six of the seven churches don't really pay attention to eschatology eschatology meaning the prophecies in the bible that pertain to the end time to the time prior to Christ's coming 
in the last 150 years, there have been events that have occurred. And by looking at present history and by taking the scripture and looking at, let's say, the last 150 years, let's say 200 years, let's say 250, almost 300 years, or maybe even 350 years. In the scripture, what happened in the previous 360 years, there are insights in the Bible to prove that God is, his eternal plan is being worked out in time. It's funny, I I have a program presently, but for some reason, to understand the time that we're in, you have to see the history of mankind to God has to, you know, I can tell you we're at the end of the world, but I need to give you proof. I can tell you that Jesus Christ raised from the dead, but I need to give you proof. I uh, can tell you, um, I can give you the scripture even, but you, without revelation, it's, it's useless. Scripture without revelation is just vain. You know, there's a thought that the Bible can save you. That the Bible can save you when the Bible actually says that the Messiah, Jesus Christ, is the only way to receive eternal life. Eternal life doesn't come through the Bible. Eternal life uh, begins, you receive eternal life by believing in Jesus Christ, or Yeshua, or Jesus, or Sheshu, if you're Japanese. All of these names of Christ, the Son of God, have been given to the nations and their cultures and the languages. There isn't just one name under heaven by which you can be saved, or two, like Jesus, or Sheshu, or uh, Yeshua, or Jesus. No, there are more names than that. All the cultures have a name that is equivalent to our Jesus Christ. And it's very difficult to grasp that anybody could get saved without using the name Jesus Christ. Well, let me give you an example. And I'm, I'm going to go back to my thought about the last three, four hundred years. I'll go back to that. But I have to I have to break strongholds, break the power of these, that's the only way I can phrase it, belief systems that the evangelical Christians, whether you be fundamentalist in your Christian upbringing, Pentecostal, Messianic, Charismatic, or any other of the different flavors of evangelical Christianity in America. There are too many 
strongholds in the minds of the, Amer the, the Christians within the evangelical community. Catholic community also will include all of them, Lutherans. The name of Jesus Christ is powerful in every language in this earth. The demons are multilingual. They understand every language. When it comes, when, when in, let's say, in uh, Mongolia, I don't know what their dialect is. Mongolian, I guess. It wouldn't be Jesus Christ. It wouldn't be Yeshua. It wouldn't be Jesus. They have their own equivalent as far as how they would refer to and adore and worship and honor and give thanksgiving to the Lord Jesus Christ in their language. How they would look to Him in their language and whatever He is called in the Mongolian language or any other language, the demons know the power of that name. We in America, and this, this has just been something that has been eating at me for 40 years. We are a vain, vain body of believers. I mean that. And, and kind of, a, uh, because I know the Holy Spirit. I know He is grieved at the nonsense in the evangelical churches. He's, he's grieved with the nonsense in the Pentecostal churches. He's grieved at the nonsense with even the fundamentalist churches. They don't want to believe that miracles and signs and wonders are necessary. The Holy Spirit is grieved with this church in America. The pastors who have really been giving direction to this church... In this country, the pastors have been great at certain things, magnificent at doing certain things. But they have been very lax, unable to, unwilling to address issues that, are, that cause divisions in this body. They're rather, rather than to address things, they just let time hopefully correct things. No. <clears throat> I know that in, in the last 40 years, 50 years, I've been very involved with Messianic assemblies in California, in Colorado, up and down the Front Range to a degree. And there is so much misunderstanding between the in, the, in the Messianic movement, there is great misunderstanding in that system. It's a system. And within the Pentecostal churches, in and out of Pentecostal, uh, <clears throat> that world, going back to 1972. There is so much craziness. They, the Pentecostals, they have 
the strangest belief systems known to man. Who needs a devil when the belief systems of many of the Pentecostals, they pick up a certain doctrine and you cannot break them of that belief. One, one belief is that if you don't, if you are not, if you don't speak in tongues, you are not saved. I've been at the end of that barrel and I'm, I'm with a small group in Southern California, Ukaipa, not Ukaipa, um, Westmoreland. And I've known these people for a couple of years, some of them. And one day, I tell them that I do not have, the God has not given me as far as gifting, I don't have <clears throat> the gift of tongues. I don't have other languages. Tongues, not meaning something mysterious, just languages. I don't have the gift to interpret Russian or Chinese or any other language. And I don't speak in any of these languages. Well, I told them I don't have the gift of tongues. That's one gift God has not given me. I didn't get to, I don't have any say in the matter. Why? The Holy Spirit hasn't given me that gift? I don't know. But many say, well, if you don't have that gift, you don't have the gift of the Holy Spirit and you're not saved. Well, I know I'm saved. I am very clear on that. Uh, but I'm very clear also that I don't have the gift of tongues. The nonsense, the madness, this arrogance, the, the, the way in which every Pentecostal group has its own practice, the way they do things, and their own philosophy. It's not biblical. It's a philosophy. It's the philosophy that if I don't have the, if I don't speak in tongues, I'm not, I don't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit and I'm not saved. It's just the way it is in some of the churches. Others in the Pentecostals, this isn't beat up on the Pentecostals. This is beating up on the nonsense in the theology and the doctrine of these assemblies. It, 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 and I'm, I'm going to beat up on the, the Messianics. In that, in that system, there is so much nonsense, I can't believe it, within the what we would call charismatic aspect and experience in the, in the evangelical church with the, the matter of fundamental Christianity. The fundamentalists, I came out of that. That was my base. They, they have some strange <clears throat> thinking. So all, all four of these branches that I basically discussed to you, this is not going to continue with evangelical Christianity. The Holy Spirit is going to begin to deal with it. And He'll deal with it harshly. Practice, everyone has their own practice. The Catholics, you go to to Mass, stand up, 
kneel down, stand up, sit down, kneel down, stand up, kneel down, sit down, practices. Does it mean anything? Not in the sense of eternal salvation, it doesn't. It's just a practice. In the Greek churches, you look at the way they have their it's ceremony. There are there's conduct, ceremony, just like with the with in Catholicism, practice. It's the same. They just have a different method, different practice. Does it mean anything if a Catholic and a Presbyterian, a Lutheran, an Evangelical, an Evangelical Pentecostal, an Evangelical Messianic, an Evangelical Charismatic, an Evangelical... Uh, they're all in jail. They're all in prison at the same time. Is their practice going to be allowed? Is it going to matter? It's going to be irrelevant Okay, the podcast for today's program on 1360khnc.com. Rick Rodriguez will be back for the second half of the first hour. How much is our government hiding from us? What's the truth about COVID-19? Are climate engineering operations robbing our rain? If you want answers, tune into the commercial-free, non-political Global Alert News Hour, Sundays at 1 p.m. on KHNC 1360 a.m. The real cost of the state is the prosperity we do not see, the jobs that don't exist, the technologies to which we do not have access, the businesses that do not come into existence, and the bright future that is stolen from us. The state has looted us just as surely as a robber who enters our home at night and steals all that we love. Frederick Bastiat. Hello, Kathy here from J-Day's Appliance Sales and Service. Here's another maintenance tip for your dishwasher. Always turn the hot water on at the sink before turning on your dishwasher. Every now and then, check under the dishwasher and sink for leaks. We're located at 132 East 7th Street, downtown Loveland. Call us at 970-669-1357. That's 669-1357. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Higher rates, lower rates, negative rates, bail-ins, bail-outs, and so much more. You know why you need to own gold and silver. At the Patriot Trading Group, we're a different kind of company. We have no commission salespeople, no boiler room sales calls, no high-priced spokesmen. 
We believe in treating you with honesty and respect and delivering you the best products at the best price. Buying or selling, call us at 800-951-0592 or go to our website at allamericangold.com. This is Kevin LaRusso from Common Nonsense, sponsored by Mac Equipment. If you want to hear more of me, you can listen to me every morning, 7 to 9 a.m., Monday through Friday, only on 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. So I'm going to continue with this matter of, of uh, practice. But before I do, Monday, I'm sorry, every Sunday, 9 to noon, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. And the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. I'm going to ask you to tell your friends, your family, young, old, male, female, black, white, yellow, uh, red, I don't care. Tell your friends and your family members that we are at the end of the world. We are in the last decade. Very soon there's going to be war in Israel. Then Russia is going to attack Israel. Then Israel is going to be invaded by Antichrist. Then Israel and the Middle East is going to be invaded by all the armies of the world in Israel. Not just in northern Israel, in Megiddo, but starting from the south in an area called Basra, all the way along the Jordan, uh, Jordan, present-day Jordan River and north. We're at the end of the world. We have, the Catholics have their way that they conduct their mass. The Orthodox churches, they have their way. The Lutherans, they have their doctrines, they have their church church uh, ordinances, whatever. In the evangelical churches, we're much freer. We are, we are not as tied into uh, ritual, but we do have our rituals. Don't think we don't. In every segment, every leg, every facet of the evangelical churches, we all have our own little way in which we feel comfortable worshiping. But I'll tell you what, you put every one of these seven churches, members of these seven churches, in a prison where there is hardship, suffering, um, persecution, in a confinement, I promise you, your practices will go right out the door. Kneel down, sit down, stand up, wear this robe, that robe, whatever. Have this uh, this is the these are the laws of our church uh, we this is what we abide by we have these rules one one friend you couldn't speak from his pulpit if you didn't have a, a suit coat and tie but there's no legality it's nonsense this is what we are this is the way we are but you put us all in in the same room and we're all sick i be i promise you 
There won't be kneel down, sit down, stand up. There won't be this stuff. You will just do what the scripture says. You will assist one another and you will pray for one another and you will look to the same Holy Spirit. The Catholic Holy Spirit is not going to be different than the Lutheran or the Messianic or the Evangelical Pentecostal or the... uh, No. We have all been baptized into one spirit. We have one spirit that lives inside of us. What causes the divisions in the body of Christ and has caused the divisions is a matter of practice. And and the systems that we have been within. I've been in the systems and I see the, the... how Satan uses the systems to keep God's children divided. How we, we can't be one on, on matters. We're at the end of the world. And God has always used his, his he, he has always in his uh, the way in which he works with man, he doesn't deviate through the ages. When the children of Israel were disobedient, when, when mankind was disobedient at the time of Noah, there was punishment judgment. When Israel was disobedient, there was punishment judgment. When we, in a culture such as America, are disobedient, there will be punishment and judgment. His ways don't change. Our ways do. Here in in the evangelical churches, we have a lot of latitude to allow a lot of things that are not biblical. And because of that latitude, we are dysfunctional. The evangelical churches in America, no one will tell you we're dysfunctional. We are out of out of completely we're baseball players trying to play soccer or we're football players trying to play tennis we are we are completely off balance paul said that we are not ignorant of satan's devices the greek says we are not to ignore satan's devices The pastors, are you ignoring Satan's devices? You know, boy, I can can stay on this for, for, because it, it is so deep. I can stay on this vein of thought. This is madness in this, in this evangelical churches. You want to know why we are handicapped? Why we are powerless? why there is no salt, why there is no uh, light. I'm telling you why. Do you know why Paul said that we would be apostate at the end of the world? And I'm going to tell you, Paul was talking about the apostasy not in the Catholic Church, not in the Lutherans, not in the Greek Orthodox. 
Paul was talking about apostasy in the United States of America with the evangelical churches in the United States of America. He was that specific. I'm telling you, he was talking about what would happen in the evangelical churches in the United States of America in the last 40 years prior to Christ's return. And he identified America and he identified the apostasy in the evangelical churches and I have to include Catholics because they are on American soil and Lutherans and Presbyterians, Anglicans, all, of, all the way down from A to Z all the way in the body of believers in this country. Now, I know your question. You have a question. Well, where does it say that? Where does it say that Paul is talking about America? Okay, you Bible teachers, I'm going to direct this at you. You who are, are so... Uh, the, the, the Bible teachers of this country are so arrogant. It, it makes me sick. They're arrogant because they have a... What do we just say? A position of authority, just like the pastors believe they have a position of authority. Well, I'll tell you what, let's look at, let's look at what has happened through the last 40, 50 years in America because of the pastors of the land. Not all of them, but most of them. We have become apostate. And the teachers, they don't want to teach the truth about what is in the scripture concerning the nations of the world, because they're not interested in prophecy. They're interested in doctrine only. I have a friend. He knows that we're at the end of the world. He knows that we're in a time coming, but he believes that Christ can come at any second. That in itself right there is false doctrine. Christ cannot come at any second. There are things that have to happen before he returns. Antichrist must come firstly, and we don't have Antichrist in the world yet. We have an Antichrist spirit, but Antichrist has not been revealed yet, but he's going to be very shortly, and the Christians that aren't watching are going to miss it. So, very shortly, Antichrist is going to be revealed. But until then, Jesus Christ cannot return. He cannot return until Antichrist is revealed and until the seven years of tribulation have ended. So I'm going to go back to what Paul says about America and apostasy. And then I haven't forgotten, we're going to go back 300 years, 400 years, and I'm going to show you that everything that is happening is in the Bible. Now, this is 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. I'm going to just read the King James. I like, uh, I actually, I'm not going to read just the King James. I'm going to read uh, out of, I am a King James. I, everything I do comes initially out of the King James. But for modern terminology, vernacular I like to use other verses because many people find the King James very hard to understand. 
You have to have a background. You have to be in uh, under, uh, the reading the King James so you can understand the these and the thous and the, all the other. And it's very difficult. We don't have that time now. And the world in which we live in, people are just not that interested in learning. So I'm going to use the uh, English Standard. Paul is talking here in Second Thessalonians chapter 2. This chapter is about the coming Antichrist, the man of lawlessness. And back then, people were, they believed that Christ would come at any second. But Paul addresses it. Concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered together to him, we ask you, brothers, brothers, don't be quickly taken in mind or alarmed by a spirit or a spoken word or a letter seemed that is that supposedly come from us to the effect that the day of the Lord has come. Don't believe that, brethren, because it hasn't come. That's what he's saying 2,000 years ago, 1,900 years ago. Don't let anyone deceive you in any way. For the day will not come, that day, the end of the world, the Christ coming, will not come unless a rebellion comes first. A rebellion, the rebellion, the man of lawlessness. You see, this man of lawlessness is coming. He's coming to rebel. What's he going to rebel against? He's going to rebel against the Constitution of the United States of America. Until this man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction or perdition, who opposes and exalts himself against every so-called God or object of worship, so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, proclaiming himself to be God. So for those who believe that Jesus Christ can come at any second, he cannot come at any second. That is a, a, a spiritual deception it is a stronghold in the mind of people that believe that. It has to be broken. This individual has to come first. So can Christ come in the next five minutes? No, he cannot. In the next day, two, three, four days? No. Firstly, this man of lawlessness has to be exposed. Then there's going to be three and a half years of tribulation. Tribulation. Can Christ come in that three and a half years of great tribulation? Great tribulation. No, he cannot. Okay, until he is revealed, the son of destruction, who opposes and exalts himself against every so-called God or object of worship, so that he takes his seat in the temple of God in Israel. And not only that, there's a different meaning too. In mankind's human spirit, till he defiles the human spirit of man, and he declares himself to be God in the spirit of man, in this temple, the physical temple. Those people who receive the mark, take the name, or worship the image, they have received Satan in their human temple, in their, whole, in their spirit deep within them. They have received the spirit of Satan. We have received the spirit of God Almighty, of the Holy Spirit. They will receive the spirit of death. Okay, don't you remember that when I was with you, still, I told you these things. And you know what is restraining him now? 
So this restrainer was restraining. So that in that he, the restrainer, may re, be revealed in his time. So in other words, even at that time when Paul writes this, the restrainer has not been revealed yet. Well, the Holy Spirit has been with us for the last 2,000 years. If the restrainer is the Holy Spirit, well, then he hasn't been revealed to them back then. Well, the Holy Spirit was revealed to them. They have the Holy Spirit indwelling them. So he's not talking about the Holy Spirit. He's talking about something else. So that he, the restrainer, what is restraining, may be revealed in his time. The mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains, it will do so until he is out of the way. So this restrainer cannot be the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will never be taken out of the way. He is with us to the end of the age. Now I'm going to go to, uh, quickly, I'm going to go to another translation because I want to read this, what it says in this translation. Now, this restrainer, the Holy Spirit, no. <clears throat> Can't be the Holy Spirit. Paul is pointing to the time and he's making it very clear. He is specifically pointing out that period of time when the son of perdition, the lawlessness, the lawless one, is in power. When will that be? It has to be in the last 10 years. But not in, not in nine, not in year nine or eight or seven or six, but more along four and five, because this is talking about the great tribulation. He's revealed at the beginning, at the beginning of the tribulation, the seven years, at the beginning of the seven years, he will be revealed for those that are looking, but he will become the lawless one or the son of perdition when he proclaims himself to be God. Now here, uh, it says the mystery of lawlessness. Okay. And now you know what is restraining him from being revealed so that he may be manifested, revealed in his own appointed time. And in one translation it says that it would be a law or laws of man. Boy, that sure went quick, quickly. We'll be right back and I will tell you on the other side who it is. Hey, all you Sharp community members, are you ready for the next level in your haircut? If you live up here in northern Colorado, visit us in Loveland at 4th and Garfield. You can always have a walk-in, but we highly recommend an appointment. Give us a call at 970-617-2158. Or if you live a little south, we have a shop for you in Mead, Colorado on Highway 66 and I-25, just behind the tractor supply. Give us a ring at 720-745-0783, and we can get you set up with a convenient appointment. We look forward to seeing you at either shop and taking care of the family. And as always, live sharp. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? 
I teach urban survival training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the station at 970-587-5003. Again, 970-587-5003 and ask for the Rev. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I would like to encourage everyone to make sure they are prepared financially as the Federal Reserve continues to destroy the value of the dollar. Since the closing of the gold window in 1971, the Federal Reserve has led the way in the explosion of debt and the devaluing of your money. They openly say that they need 2% inflation, which simply means they hope to devalue your money, and they want to do this every single year, year after year. I know it's hard to understand, but the Federal Reserve believes in prosperity through debt, and growth via the devaluation of your future. To learn more about how to protect yourself, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592 and protect yourself against the devaluing of your money. KHNC, my truck broke down. I knew it was time to get a new one. And I knew there was only one place I was going to go, Steve and Mike over at the Ramsey Auto Group. So I gave them a call at 970-443-5654, and I went down to their new location at 6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. They gave me a tremendous trade-in value for my old truck, which didn't even run. And then they set me up with a new truck that I love. The process was seamless and easy. They took great care of me. Ramsey Auto Group in Greeley, 970-443-5654. No people will tamely surrender their liberties, nor can any be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. On the contrary, when people are universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink under their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. Samuel Adams. Okay, we're at the end of the first hour. Podcasts for this today's program are on 1360khnc.com to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church site. And my contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872. Longmont, Colorado, 80502. The the plan and the, the desire of God is to give His people insight. I don't care uh, what assembly, whether it be Catholicism, Lutheran, Pentecostal, I don't care. If you have the Holy Spirit, if you are one of God's children, you, God's desire is that you know the time that we are in and what is coming, where we are, and give, and hopefully you will have the insight to be, and the understanding that you now, of all times, you really need to begin to pray and ask God 
what to do in your future. You're going to need wisdom like never before. You're going to need to have hope. Your faith is going to have to be strong. Now, before I finish the hour, I'm going to finish with 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. This Paul is talking about America right now, right now where we are in time. He's talking about where the Antichrist will come from and who the restrainer is. Now, in 2 Thessalonians 2.7, the mystery of lawlessness, that hidden principle of rebellion against what? Against the restrainer. What is the restrainer? A rebellion. It's a hidden principle of rebellion against constituted authority. Constituted authority. These are laws of man. God commanded man in the nations to put laws to protect the nations from unruly, unrighteous, and evil citizens. And this constitution is the, the constituted authority that is the most powerful laws. And I'm not talking about, I'm not comparing it with the laws of Moses. I'm talking about in the, the world outside of religion and government. This constitution has been the most perfect law of man written, ever written. This is the restrainer who has restrained the spirit of Antichrist, Antichrist and rebellion from taking over the world. When it is destroyed, great persecution, when the Constitution is completely made void, null, irrelevant, then the great tribulation will begin and the great persecution of all of God's children in this nation worldwide will begin. Now, that's the end of Hour 1. Join me Hour 2 in a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez. Hey folks, as a CBD user, I can attest to its effectiveness. And now my kind CBD products are available at the station. You'll see tinctures, salves, lotions, creams, coffee, cocoa, tea, and much more. You'll even find CBD retinol cream. KHNC also carries my kind pet products, including shampoo and tincture, allowing your best friend to enjoy the same benefits of CBD that you do. The best prices, the best quality, and all THC free. My kind CBD, CBD as nature intended. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Hi folks, J.D. here, and I want to tell you about a new program being offered here at KHNC. We've got a limited number of one-hour time slots available on the weekends that we're going to offer to people who would like to have their own radio show. So if you've ever wanted to be on the radio, this is your chance. Give us a call here at the station at 970-587-5003. Again, that's 970-587-5003. Can you imagine what it would look like if we, the people, actually enforced the Constitution? After all, we are the only ones who are authorized to do so. After more than 75,000 hours spent in R&D and hundreds of chapters developed across this republic, we have the tangible path to reclaiming America again. All we need is you. 
Join us today at tacticalcivics.com and bring your county into this responsible way of life. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. Accidents can happen at any time and any place. Preparing ourselves is critical to being able to respond with confidence. Serious bleeding events are scary, but having bleed stop handy can give you the edge. Just pour it directly in the wound and apply direct pressure. Clotting happens in seconds. KHNC listeners get 20% off on the products listed. Visit the KHNC website and hit the Bleed Stop button. That's the KHNC website and hit the Bleed Stop button. Hi, this is Riley with Saddle Up in Gilcrest, Colorado. We are a Western saddle and tack shop, and we carry all the tried and true cowboy and equine brands in the industry. We carry brands such as McCall, Martin, and Billy Cook. We also carry a variety of horse tack items like saddle pads, head stalls, and much more. Visit our website to check out our whole catalog or visit us in store, 303-772-7821. Again, 303-772-7821. This is Crystal with Cruise Planners. We're a full-service travel agency located in Johnstown, Colorado. Give us a call at 970-578-9779 or visit our website at milehighcruiseplanners.com to start planning your next vacation today. By land, air, sea, we get you there and all you do is go enjoy. Again, that number is 970-578-9779. KHNC is proud to carry MyKind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button. With costs of everything skyrocketing, including the cost of homes, cars, and education, making the need for more life insurance a necessity. Whether you're looking to purchase for the first time or you simply need to add to what you already have, I can help you. I'm Joey Jaquint with Northwestern Mutual, and we offer the best insurance plans in the country. U.S. News and World Reports just ranked us the best insurance company in the United States in 2022. From low-cost term insurance for those just starting out that start around $25 per month to our popular blended insurance that will actually pay you money at the end of the policy. You heard me right, an insurance policy that will actually pay you out if you don't use it. Why us? Because Northwestern Mutual is the best. We have plans where if you are just starting out, you can go with one of our low-cost term plans, and as you grow financially, we can switch you into a blended plan five or ten years down the road as well to increase amounts and keep up with inflation. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. Hey, friends. Freddie Freeman here. A wise man by the name of Ben Franklin once said, By failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. So go to 1360KHNC.com and click the Patriot Supply button and make sure you're prepared. 
with plenty of survival products from emergency survival food, water filtration systems, survival coffee, and more, My Patriot Supply has got the perfect gifts for you. Just click that Patriot Supply button only on 1360khnc.com. The views and opinions expressed on 1360KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Welcome to the second hour of today's Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. In the first hour, I have talked about the, uh, well, many things, but I've talked about practices in all the churches and how these practices, regardless of what assembly, uh, Catholic or any of the, the, the bigger denominations or just the different factions or facets of the evangelical churches in this country, a God is not going to allow this continued uh, conflict within his assemblies. You do not and you cannot allow, and God won't, as Yahweh Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts, the commander of his great army, his churches in the world. There will come a time when he will address this matter of the conflicts within the body of Christ because a, a, a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. And if we believers in all of the seven churches, in any born-again assembly where you have born-again people, does it, regardless of Orthodox Christianity or Lutheranism, doesn't matter. When the battle begins, there is going to, God is going to command and demand order within all of these assemblies with the people who are going to overcome, overcome their differences, number one. And what will happen with these overcomers when the battle begins is the practice of the denominations is going to be moot, is not going to be really relevant what will be important is the oneness that we have in Christ. That will be everything. The apostles in the New Testament, in their writings, had to address continually the divisions, the schisms, the problems within the church, the churches, doctrinal differences, the matters of practice, don't eat meat, eat, don't eat pork, eat pork, drink wine, don't drink wine, was it grape juice, was it, this is just irrelevant to a degree. What God desires is that his army will 
stay, come to attention, and listen to what he has to say. He's warning the world and he's warning the church that we are in the time now where the the coming man, son of perdition, is alive. He is waiting to destroy the Constitution. I finished out the last hour with the thought the Constitution is in the Bible. Second Thessalonians chapter two. I'm sorry, yep, yeah, chapter two, verse seven. The mystery of lawless lawlessness, that hidden principle of rebellion against constituted authority. The Constitution of the United States of America. Paul is talking about he didn't know the name of America. He just knew there would be some law of man that would be a constituted authority which would hold back the Antichrist spirit and the son of perdition in the world until that power would be broken. That constituted authority, that constitution would be irrelevant, no longer uh, would not have no no uh, force. It would just be a piece of paper. He's addressing that. It would happen in the United States of America. It would happen in a nation full of Christians. And we are, we are here. And then it says in verse 8, Then the lawless one, Antichrist, will be revealed, and the Lord Jesus will slay him with the breath of his mouth and bring him to an end by his appearing at his coming. When Christ comes, just the appearing is going to destroy him, and the Lord will speak, and he will be destroyed, Antichrist. Now, there are two. Paul is addressing two groups of people. The, the Hebrew believer, the Gentile believer. We Christians, whether Hebrew or Gentile, we will have an advantage on Israel over the nation, the children of Israel. When they see the abomination of desolation declare himself to be God in the holy place, in Jerusalem, in the temple, they will know then who this individual is. But we, and that will begin the seven-year, the, the uh, great tribulation, when that is revealed to the Jewish people in Israel. When he is revealed they are to begin to flee east over the Jordan River to the mountains in present-day Jordan. We believers will know who that individual is before he declares himself to be God. We will know three and a half years earlier. And why do I say that? Some will know even prior to that beginning of the tribulation because, you see, this individual must sign a covenant, must make alive, must bring into full force a covenant with Israel. And that covenant, when it is signed, it is called in Isaiah chapter 28, it is called the treaty with death and hell. It is a marriage of the children of Israel to the coming son of perdition 
but three and a half years before he's revealed to them, he will sign this agreement with Israel for their protection. And Isaiah had always stated that Israel was never to sign agreements with the nations. Israel was to depend on, trust and, trust and look to the God of their salvation because God even says in Isaiah, I don't know of any other God. <clears throat> Do you? Well, no, there's only one God and Israel is to look to that one God. Well, here they look to man. Jeremiah says, Cursed be the man who puts his trust in man. Israel will put as a corporate people put their trust in a man. We will know in the body of Christ when that covenant is signed, we will know and we will know the exact day that the tribulation begins for those who are looking, for those who are watching. So we will know three and a half years before the Constitution is destroyed. But we will, we will witness it. We will witness two great events. The signing of the covenant with Israel. Then three and a half years later, the Constitution being destroyed when this son of perdition, when he rebels against constituted authority, now, this authority is in the world restraining to the present. But when the constitution of this country is eliminated, we in this country will not have any legal stand ever again. There'll be no freedom of religion, freedom of to worship, to, to, <clears throat> to own property, to own firearms, free speech. It will be over. It will be over. So now I got that thought. Now in the previous hour, I mentioned that we are ending a six-day period of time. God says that, Peter said that a day with the Lord is as a thousand years with man. From the time of Adam to the present, it has been roughly 6,000 years which is six days to God. And the seventh day in God's eyesight will be a millennial kingdom which will last for a thousand years. We're at the end of God's sixth day or mankind's six thousandth year. The seven thousandth year is going to begin within a decade, less than a decade now. We have already started the time, the clock ticking we have been in the last decade for, I don't know, months. I don't know. I can't tell you. A year. But we're in the last decade. To this audience, you don't have to believe me. I'm presenting this to you. But I, but I know that in presenting this to you, one thing is certain. It is getting your attention. And this is where the Holy Spirit wants to begin. He wants to begin by getting your attention. And by presenting something new that you're not familiar with, that you're not aware of, that you've not paid attention to, this is how he will get your attention and it will, it will 
like God always does, he will speak something to you and it'll, it will sit there and just cook. And this will sit there and you will begin to look and see things differently and you'll start to consider and you'll begin to think, well, don't never say never, but rather say, well, I'll consider it. I'll think about it. I'll look at it. I may not believe it, but we'll see what happens. Well, that's, that's a beginning right there. You've just given God a little bit, a little opportunity to begin to visit you and to reveal things to you because this is the age where the overcomers, the overcomers, the, the, the main, I will put it this way, the army, I really don't like to use that term army. Too many Christians use that name, the army of God, and they assume they're the army of God because they're just in the churches. Well, that doesn't mean a thing. You can be in the churches, you can be in an assembly, you can be faithful to go every week. That doesn't mean that you are ready for combat. That doesn't mean a thing. To be ready for combat means you are engaging daily and you are going daily. You know, I'll give you an example. You are being briefed daily by the Holy Spirit. During the Vietnam War, every morning, uh, there was a, of General Abrams. He was uh, in, I think it was Berlin. Every morning he would be briefed about the previous day's activities, what took place, operations in Vietnam. He was briefed daily about the previous day's operations. I had a friend that at one time briefed him. And it was really interesting that what he had to present to Abrams, he had to be, couldn't miss a thing. So he took the intel, put it together, bullet points. God is doing that daily with each one of us. Daily, God is briefing us letting us know what happened the previous day and what the plan is for this day. And with the briefing, Abrams was able to look at the, uh, the commanders that were in charge of what was happening in Vietnam, and he would see the operations for the coming day, what would follow that briefing. And he, he knew, well, okay, there's going to be an offensive here. There's going to be whatever shipments here. Some men are rotating in. Some men are rotating out. Numbers. There are some people that are rotating out of the plan of God presently. It is time for them to be with the Lord. There are others who are... The Satan is trying to, to retire that is not of God. There are others who are just uh, rotating in. You've been Christians for a long time, but you've never been really before the commander to see your orders. You've been AWOL. So there are some people that are rotating into the present plan that the Holy Spirit has. That plan, 
is in Matthew chapter 16. I think it's verse 16 or 18. The gates of hell will not prevail against the builded church. I've discussed this before. The gates of hell will not prevail against the ecclesia, the builded church. That portion in the body of Christ, that ecclesia, that are built, that army, that group of people, the gates of hell are not advancing. They are not uh, be, being victorious against that group. Now, in the body of Christ, you also have the not non-ecclesia members, those who are not getting the victories against the gates of hell, that are not victorious, that are victims, they are being beat up, they are, uh, uh, the gates of hell are advancing daily on them individually and their world. The ecclesia does not mean the whole church of God. The ecclesia means those who are overcoming, those who are getting the victories, those who are engaged daily, those who are coming before uh, the, they're being briefed daily by their commander. They're being briefed by the Holy Spirit daily. The Holy Spirit is briefing them and giving them insight as to what direction they're to take. You know, there came a time where um, my children, we we were, uh, as a family, we were together, but then the children, my, they graduated, were out of high school. And one thing that the Lord had told me is there's going to have to come a time when they fly. They have to fly on their own. That mom and dad are not going to be there. <clears throat> that we've been together all these years, 18, 19 years, but eventually... They were going to have to fly on their own. This is a major uh, experience that our children have to have. And for you in this audience, many of you, you have children, and you've never let them fly. You've never let them go into the world to experience not just the blessings and the wonder, but the hardships. And with the Holy Spirit, they will be successful. With the Holy Spirit, depending on Him, for their, their days and their weeks, their months and their future, they can begin to have their own walk with Christ, their own experiences, and there will be their temptations, there will be um, the decisions they've got to make. So there came a point where we no longer needed a, a big home, a big house. That time ended. And when that time ended, we didn't need all the furniture. We didn't need as much as we had accumulated. And the reason is because the Holy Spirit was taking my wife and I in a new direction. My children the same, but my wife and I, in the plan that God had, we were going to have to be free from all of the responsibility. Yes, Christians, there will come a time when all that you have, you're going to have to downsize. That's just the truth. 
if the children of the world have this kind of wisdom, they've had big uh, uh, homes. I have aunts, uncles. They've had, they've been, they've been well off. They had big homes. They had to begin downsizing. They had to begin because they're getting older. They had to let the lawnmower go. They had to downsize to a smaller unit from three and a half, four thousand feet, uh, a square feet, to sixteen hundred, twelve hundred. Christians, you have too much in your hands. You can't take care of what you have in this world and try to balance what you are to do in the kingdom of heaven because you're you're going to you're, you're going to have uh, the backpack is going to be way too heavy if what i say is correct we're in that final 10 10 year period you're going to have to travel light you're going to have to be not frugal you're just going to have to all of the extra unneeded responsibility pressure you need to let it go there comes a time when you just don't need a lot and because of a spirit of hoarding in this country people they just they they were hoarders we want to hang on to things we don't want to let things go when my wife and i uh, had to move on she had i mean she we had the garden of eden in our home i mean we had plants and we had plants and then we had plants and we had plants over there and we had plants in the bedroom and plants in in the in the main uh, in the kitchen we had plant plants 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 so what do we do well we had to adopt the plants out because we just it was just necessary we had cats and dogs and cats and, and other dogs and we just had to because of the where the lord was taking us which would eventually be to Las Vegas, Nevada. We couldn't take plants and we couldn't take pets. The P&P connection, plants and pets, we had to get rid of both. We had to adopt them out. And thank God we these wonderful pets we had, we got them to wonderful homes. So we love, and we, we like cats. I love cats. I would like more cats. Dogs, they're a little more, you have to, you know, there's a little more, um, responsibility with them, but cats, ah, shucks, cats, you don't have to do anything with them. Uh, they don't want you to bother them, they'll go hide. It's time to think, transition in your thinking, transition from this world. Yes, you have to live in this world, you have to occupy in this world, you have to live, you don't want to be a burden on anybody. But there comes a time when you're going to have to ask the Holy Spirit what is necessary, what isn't necessary. What isn't necessary for me right now is a new vehicle, uh, things of this nature. I, I'm just not into it. I don't, you know, uh, I'm content with what I have. And even King David said that, <clears throat> think in the Proverbs, I'm trying to remember to help you out. Um, yes, I think it was in Pro Proverbs 30. Lord, don't make me rich 
that I forget you. Don't make me poor that I curse you. Give me what is my, give me my portion and I will be content with my portion. This is a discipline of the Holy Spirit that most Christians cannot master. Being content in where God has put you in life, what he has given you as far as finances, uh, in the world that he's put you in, being content with your portion. Your portion is your portion, and with that portion, whether it be food, whether it be income, whether it be where you live, if you're content with that portion, you are free. If you seek after wealth, the birds are going to grow wings and the wealth is going to fly away. Lord, the prophet prayed, Lord, don't make me rich that I forget you. Don't make me poor that I curse you. Give me my portion. That's what we, we it's difficult to pray that. I one day did pray that. And God has been faithful. I have been content with my portion. Podcasts are 1360KHNC.com, Olive Tree Ministry site. And we'll be back to continue the second hour, the second half of the second hour. Rick Rodriguez will be back. As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. Hey, all you Sharp community members, are you ready for the next level in your haircut? If you live up here in northern Colorado, visit us in Loveland at 4th and Garfield. You can always have a walk-in, but we highly recommend an appointment. Give us a call at 970-617-2158. Or if you live a little south, we have a shop for you in Mead, Colorado on Highway 66 and I-25, just behind the tractor supply. Give us a ring at 720-745-0783, and we can get you set up with a convenient appointment. We look forward to seeing you at either shop and taking care of the family. And as always, live sharp. Hi, I'm Sina Milanazzo, Telephone Technology Specialist here with Liberty Communications. We are the local experts for cloud and VoIP telephone systems. If you have a traditional phone system and want to learn more about how VoIP can help your business, then call me. I'll sit down with you and we'll come up with solutions on how to keep you ahead of your competition. Call 720-399-0233 or email info at libertyvts.com. VoIP doesn't have to be a four-letter word. Hi, folks. I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network.
Reasons to Own Gold, number 37. Who are the people that tell you not to own gold? Bankers, Wall Street, Pinstripe, Bandits, and all the other debt pushers out there. They believe in endless money printing that taxes all of us in the form of inflation. Make sure your wealth is protected by calling the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. This is Mark Call, host of the Come Out of Her My People show here on the Roar of the Rockies. Tune in to discover why, whether it's the law of the land or scripture, what you've probably heard it says is not what is written. It's time to come out of all of that. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus walks. Oh. Okay, I'm back. The contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And the podcast for the program today is 1360khnc.com to the Olive Tree site. So I'm just saying that I'm, I'm presenting that if we are in the last decade, which I am convinced we are, not just because I have a thought that I believe we're in the last decade. No, I have looked at the evidence in the scripture, in the prophetic scripture, in many, many books in the, in the Bible. And I look at world history. I look at the current events. Presently, what's happened in the last 50 years, 100 years, 150, 200, 250, 300 years. I've looked at the history of of the churches, the seven churches. I told you in the first hour that I was going to reveal God's plan in the Bible in the last three and a half, four hundred years. So I'm going to do that now. Okay. At the end of the world... If you look at the end of the world, let's look at one nation, a nation called Babylon the Great. When you talk about Babylon in the Bible, the Bible only talks about two Babylons. And it's not talking about the Catholic Church as being one of those two. The Catholic Church is the fourth lampstand. You cannot equate the Catholic Church to a Babylon or one of the major Babylon ruling powers that have existed in the world. The Catholic Church, as powerful as it is, is the oldest, is the biggest brother of all the seven churches. It's the biggest brother. It has the most members. It is not the oldest brother the Orthodox churches are older than the Catholic Church, though the Catholic doctrine will get you to believe that the Catholic Church was started at the time of Peter. No, it wasn't. The Catholic Church did not, as the fourth church, did not come into existence really in her power 
till like the 4th century, 400, almost 500 A.D. It's not the oldest church. There are, the Orthodox churches are more, are older. Then the, the uh, churches that have suffered from the time of Christ to the present, Pergamos, I'm sorry, Smyrna, are older than the Catholic Church. There have always been suffering uh, persecution on the Christian people. Ephesus, those who are the closest to sound doctrine, to clarity of God's plan, but they've left their first love. Uh, Those churches, can you identify them as a region? I believe they're still in the Middle East. And I still believe that to 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 degree, they're still in Turkey, in that area north of Israel. And probably even, possibly the north coast of Africa, there are those who have really uh, taken that principle of Ephesus. Now, of the seven churches, the last church... Laodicea. The last church is the youngest church. It is the final church on the scene. And in chapter 1, 2, and 3 of Revelation, God shows the areas of existence of these churches. The Catholic Church, the fourth church, her her <coughs> her base base of power base of authority where she is located is in Rome the fifth church sardis which is the lutheran churches they are to the north based in the area <coughs> excuse me, based in the area of Germany, the Lutheran churches. Then from there, the next church, the Philadelphian churches, are further to the north, which came out of the the deeper. You see, from Catholicism, the jump as far as doctrine went from more of a traditional to of faith in the time of Luther. Salvation with the Catholics was through works. Salvation with the Lutherans was through faith. Then following that, 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 that uh, spiritual dynamic would go into northern well, yeah, I guess it'd be in the area where the uh, the uh, pilgrims, the uh, the great men of the of the early 1800s, uh, 18, let's say 1820, 1810, and further, like uh, Schofield, Darby, these type of people, they would take the faith and they would add to it a clarity of scripture an insight into in the church in Philadelphia 
an insight into the plan of God, the deep things of God, the eternal purpose of God, and they would develop not just the matter of faith, salvation through faith, but then they would go on to salvation through faith plus salvation of the soul through the scripture. So they would go even deeper. Salvation of not just eternal salvation through faith in Christ, but now the salvation of the soul by the power of the Holy Spirit within. The transforming, which Paul had talked about, the renewing of the mind, being transformed into the image of Christ from transformed to the demonic people that we were before we meet Christ to individuals who now represent Christ in a godly, holy, righteous manner. Then, so these six churches are all on Western, Central, Eastern Europe into the Middle East. The seventh church, this is where we have to focus on the final church. The final church, Laodicea, would not, the location would not, she would not, she could not thrive as a church in Europe. There, she couldn't. There was too much religion already. The seventh church had to be free from all of the religious systems. Even in the churches of Philadelphia, there was still control. There was still uh, an effect of the religions because of the area. Laodicea had to jump an ocean. And in jumping that ocean, that land that Laodicea would jump to, the United States of America, you're following me. And once uh, the Laodicean, once the, church, the Christian people, mainly the, the sound fundamentals, not so much Catholicism initially, or the Lutherans initially, it became more evangelical. They were based mainly on preaching the gospel because they came to a land, excuse me, where there are individuals, people that know nothing about their savages, you could say. They know nothing about uh, God, Christ, redemption. And so they began to evangelize. This is why they call us why the seventh church is the evangelical church, not the Catholic church, the Lutheran churches. They're not really geared for evangelism. They're geared to bring people in to that structure because the children are born into it. I was born into Catholicism. And because I was born into it, that just became the religion of my fa my parents my grandparents, great-grandparents, on down the line. Evangelical Christianity, be through evangelism, through the meeting, of, uh, meeting Christ, and through the working of the Holy Spirit, we who are evangelical that have come out of all these other six religions, 
I know friends that were Lutherans, many are Catholics, ex-Catholics. We are the seventh assembly. We are the seventh church. We are unique. We are different. We are dynamic. We are are free. We have, um, just as a religion, there are many benefits to getting away from the old structures. Now, we have created many new structures within evangelical Christianity, which we shouldn't have done, but we that's just the way man is. We just gravi- gravitate to structure. You know, family structure. Uh, like, let's say, in the European countries, northern European countries, they have structure. For the most part, they're Lutheran. And they have structure. Uh, when they sit down to eat, uh, the one who always says says grace is the Father. Here in America, we we just follow the Holy Spirit. When we sit down, uh, who should say grace? My daughter, my son, my wife, myself, the cat, the dog. We don't have cats and dogs, so they don't get to do anything. They're not involved. Just an example. This is the way it is, the Holy Spirit. What does the Holy Spirit want to do? The Catholic Church, they don't do things by the leading of the Holy Spirit. It's already structured. The Lutherans, they don't do anything by the Holy Spirit. It's structured. For most of the Presbyterians, the Anglicans, it's all structured. But we have a different dynamic. We have a unction. We have a anointing. We have a gift of the Holy Spirit, and we have been more exercised in sensing the flowing of whatever the Holy Spirit is doing. And because of that, it gives us an advantage over the other older assemblies. We have an advantage. We do things and we're more, we are I guess you could say more productive and more fruitful in the matters of the kingdom of heaven than the others. And that is just the truth. Not attacking them. Eventually in the Catholic churches you would get a kind of a charismatic moving of the Holy Spirit back in the 60s and 70s. That's because the Holy Spirit was able to reach some of the younger people within Catholicism. It happened to some degree within the Lutheran churches. But not, you can't compare what happened in these other older traditional assemblies to what has happened within the evangelical churches, which are the Laodicean churches in America. We are the Laodicean churches. Now, we'll go to some other practical dynamics. America, the evangelical churches of America could not exist, could not function, would not be fruitful in Europe or, or the Middle East. We had to have a whole brand new location, which took place. But before we relocated in the sovereign hand of God, going back to this matter of Babylon the Great, or Babylon of the end of the world, the scripture makes it clear. 
there are two Babylons, ancient end of the world or modern Babylon. There's no in-between. Ancient Babylon that sat in the sand, the desert of sand, Iraq. That ancient Babylon still exists to this day. There's always been sheep herders, someone in that area. The power was eliminated, but still now Iraq is once again uh, in the world. Here 20 years ago, Christians began to believe that present-day Iraq, Babylon of Iraq, would begin to rise and take over the world. Well, presently, Iraq does not even trade on the 4X. Iraq is, you might say, in... Uh, <clears throat> pardon me. Iraq is uh, under house arrest. Free to do certain things, but not free to do anything else. There is a second, according to the scripture, in Isaiah, other Jeremiah, Daniel. There is an end time empire, a superpower, an, a, a kingdom from which Antichrist would come, would spring. Some think it's a Catholic church. Again, the Catholic church is the fourth church in Revelation chapter 2. It is Thyatira. No. Get out. Th this again. These strongholds in the mind of Christians going back to the seven, 70s that the Catholic Church is Babylon. Antichrist will be a Catholic Pope. The Catholic Pope may be Antichrist. Traditions and things within the Catholic Church, according to Revelation chapter 4 about Thyatira, there are deep things of Satan in the Catholic Church. But no, the Catholic Church is not a world power. It does not have a, an army that is able to control the world. It is a religion. This last end of the end of the world, Babylon, sits between two oceans, between waters, not waters of not sand, oceans of sand, oceans of H two O. Only two Babylons, the Laodicean Church. Her destiny was to occupy the end time world of Babylon the Great America. Okay, we'll have to take a break. The podcasts are on 1360khnc.com for today's program. Rick Rodriguez will be back to finish out Hour 2.
This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. KHNC, my truck broke down, I knew it was time to get a new one, and I knew there was only one place I was going to go, Steve and Mike over at the Ramsey Auto Group, so I gave them a call at 970-443-5654, and I went down to their new location at 6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. They gave me a tremendous trade-in value for my old truck, which didn't even run, and then they set me up with a new truck that I love. The process was seamless and easy. They took great care of me. Ramsey Auto Group in Greeley, 970-443-5654. As the economy tightens, retailers are getting their products in front of thousands of new customers every month. The P.E. Gun Show is a whole family event featuring toys, craft items, food, survival and hunting accessories. Every show is loaded with potential buyers looking for your products. For table rental information, contact PEShows.com or call them at 970-663-9101. The new 90,000-square-foot Premier Events Expo Center, located at the Greeley Mall off Highway 34, is the perfect indoor space to plan your next event. Weddings, graduations, concerts, or fairs, this space can accommodate. For leasing information, contact PEShows.com or call them at 970-663-9101. That's PEShows.com, 970-663-9101. Thirteen sixty KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. Hey guys, Tommy with Revo Knives. Wanted to let you know that we're bringing our knives laser engraved here for 1360 KHNC. You can pick them up at 2 South Parish Avenue here in Johnstown at their radio station. They're laser engraved with their logo. We're really proud to partner with them and have our Revo Knives on display, all for you guys to carry with your EDC rotation. Certainly can't underestimate the quality or the value you get for the money. Stop by and see them today or pick one up at RevoKnives.com. Well, we finished Hour 2 of today's program. The podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. Also, the contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support, financial support. Thank you. I really appreciate it. All that, uh, uh, all the help that I get, I I appreciate all of it. I'm thankful for that. Now, so now you have the seventh church. The seventh church, Laodicea, has to jump the shores from Europe to America. America had to already be in the process of being established as a nation. Uh, 
when God created the Garden of Eden, it was ready for the day that God created Adam out of the dust, out of the red clay. He created Adam, and right away, Adam, everything he needed was there. He had food. The trees were bearing fruit. He, there, he was ready. Everything was ready for him. And the same with the seventh church. There already had to be systems in this country, ways in this country. We didn't actually begin to put the, the systems and the colonies together. They were already there existing. But we were able to come into this country and begin to thrive as a church. We began immediately because we are fruitful we began to put together universities, Harvard, Princeton, Yale. That was what we were to do. That's what we did without the Laodicean church. This country would not be what it is. We brought with us a quality of a spiritual, a spiritual quality that had to exist in this country. And with that spiritual quality... We brought a blessing. We brought a, a very needed, powerful blessing to this country. And the Bible and the early Christian people influenced greatly the men who put together the Constitution. They were in the areas of public discourse where they would hear what these preachers were talking about and how they were acknowledging the, acknowledging the God of heaven. No society can exist or prosper uh, in, a, in a blessed way without the knowledge of a God who is a redeemer, who is a God who has a purpose, a God who is instrumental in daily life of every individual and in societies. The evidence was in ancient Israel when Israel was flourishing as a nation and the blessed, the, and a blessed, powerful nation. Okay, we're going to come back for hour three. For those that are dropping off, podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. We'll come back for the final hour of today's program. Uh, the present, not the present truth, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. Rick Rodriguez will be right back. Hey, folks, as a CBD user, I can attest to its effectiveness. And now my kind CBD products are available at the station. You'll see tinctures, salves, lotions, creams, coffee, cocoa, tea, and much more. You'll even find CBD retinol cream. KHNC also carries my kind pet products, including shampoo and tincture, allowing your best friend to enjoy the same benefits of CBD that you do. The best prices, the best quality, and all THC free. My kind CBD, CBD as nature intended. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Hi, this is Bob Cameron with Waterworks. Call or text 303-888-8891. It may not be obvious, but all water has impurities. 
Yes, your water has impurities. At Waterworks, we provide long-term solutions to make your water safe and ideal for as little as $25 per month. Call or text today to schedule your free water analysis. 303-888-8891. Of all tyrannies, a tyranny exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep, his cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. C.S. Lewis The Center for Medicare and Medicaid is cracking down on call centers due to a 150% increase in complaints they had last year due to pitchmen like Joe Namath, Captain Kirk, and Jimmy J.J. Walker. These guys will not be your advocates if you change your plan with them. Please call me first, 970-515-6882. I do not offer every plan available in your area. Any information I provide is limited to those plans I do offer. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all your options. If you love wealth better than liberty, the tranquility of servitude better than the animated contest of freedom, go home from us in peace. We ask not your counsel nor your arms. Crouch down and lick the hands which feed you. May your chains be set lightly upon you, and may posterity forget that you were ever our countrymen. Samuel Adams. Hi, my name is Vince with Serenity Painting and Decorating. Since 2010, painting residential and commercial location. For a free estimate, please call Vince Rivera at 970-978-9565. Please ask about our free window cleaning after paint service. Again, 970-978-9565. Bleed Stop, clinically proven to stop bleeding in seconds. From minor cuts to large bleeding wounds, tear open the package and pour directly into the wound, apply direct pressure, and bleeding stops in seconds. It works for people on blood thinners, doesn't sting, is hypoallergenic, and is sterile. Bleed Stop, safe in the wound. Find Bleed Stop on the KHNC website. Simply click on the Bleed Stop button at the top of the page. Blue Dragon Spa in Longmont, Colorado, 1811 Hover Street, 720-680-0492. A new spa started by Steve, the Red Pill Truth Guy, and his wife, Valentina. Drop by. We offer manicure and pedicure, facial, and more. We have new, state-of-the-art equipment, and we use the best materials available. Yeah, give us a call, 720-680-0492. We're at 1811 Hover Street in Longmont, Colorado. Everything very good. Just come in and try it. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. 
Our team has trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. It is not because men have made laws that life, liberty, and property exist. On the contrary, it is because life, liberty, and property existed beforehand that men made laws in the first place. What then is law? It is the collective organization of the individual right to lawful defense and punishing injustice. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Okay, we're beginning the the final hour of today's program. Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church. Podcasts are 1360khnc.com to the Olive Tree site. Contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, Post Office Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Now we're going to talk in this hour about the Seventh Church, Laodicea, the Evangelical Churches of America. So we as a church, the ground, uh, the, the ground would not have been, would not have carried it would but not been fertile enough in Europe to allow this church to even exist. Too much tradition, too much uh, just just the ways that the churches of Europe were structured. There'd be no freedom. But in America, we could flourish, and so we jumped the ocean began to come over with the early Christian settlers. America was always already basically uh, not so much hospitable, I, I would say it was to a degree, but we it was a, a, a settled, there was infrastructure, and we were able to make uh, a, the adjustment was made easier to leave an old country, an old system, to come and be free in a new world. America. Is America in the Bible? Yes, it is. 
Babylon the Great, at the end of the world. Babylon, of the end of the world, could not exist be in the ocean of sand. It could only exist on another land far from ancient Babylon, surrounded uh, this land, this nation could only exist in the land surrounded by water. Pacific to the west, Atlantic to the east and to the south, the Gulf, and the great areas of water in the in the north, the Great Lakes. So this is in Jeremiah. I do I'm going to give uh, verses on America. So now without America, the Laodicean church could not exist. Without the Laodicean church, the Christians that came over from Europe, America could not be great. There had to be a spiritual there had to be a spiritual blessing on this new nation that could only come through Christians. Could only come through not just Christians in general, but a new dynamic assembly of believers called uh, evangel would become known as evangelicals. Eventually, when the Catholics, the Lutherans, when they came over, they began to pick up that name to some degree uh, evangelical also. But that name evangelical, they cannot steal the title. It belongs to the evangelical churches. These other churches, the six churches that came over here, these six, they are on the land of Laodicea. Christians, when you go back to Rome, you are on the land of Thyatira. If you go to Germany, you're on the land of the uh, Sardis. If you go to uh, the, the Russia or Poland or Romania, you're in the land of the third church, Pergamos. But when we became and we began to become established, Rome, Germany, Lutheran churches, Sardis, the Lutherans, Thyatira, the Catholics, Pergamos, the, the Orthodox churches, the churches of Northern Europe that were the true Bible-believing churches of Philadelphia, they jumped the ocean also. They came to the land of the seventh church. So the Catholics are on evangelical turf. The Lutherans, Protestants, Episcopalians, Anglicans, all of them. The reason I emphasize this is because the seventh church, we are going to be the church that is going to be for the most part successful in the coming persecution that will take place in this country. When the persecution comes, it will be directed firstly at the evangelical churches. Yes, the Catholics, yes, the Lutherans, all the others, but mainly the evangelical churches. And within the evangelical churches, it will be directed mainly at the believers who are faithful, who are knowledgeable about the power of the Holy Spirit, 
that have the giftings that are effective against the demonic world, effective against the culture, effective against the, the time uh, and the times that we're in, that will be uh, knowledgeable about where we are in time and our duties, our responsibilities, what God is requiring of us. The Catholics, according to chapter 2 of Revelation concerning Thyatira, there is a great, great persecution coming internationally against the Catholic Church. And all the other six churches are going to see it. God has uh, is now uh, going to begin to judge the idolatry within the Catholicism. And God wants many of these Catholic people to no longer worship Mary or the saints, but to worship Him only. This will happen with all of the other churches also. There's not going to be any more worship of anyone other than Christ in these churches. The Lord purchased us. He paid a price. We are His children if we're born again. And He is not going to allow us to divorce Him to marry any other idols or powers of this age. We in the evangelical churches, there's going to be a great persecution in the evangelical churches too. And part of this persecution will be evangelical Christians persecuting other evangelical Christians. Brother against brother. And one of the reasons is because there is within the evangelical churches a thought that certain people only have been given the right by God to rule the churches in America, to rule the evangelical churches, a segment within evangelical Christianity. It is called the New Apostolic Reform Movement. They feel they have been given the God mandate to rule over the church and that the members in their assemblies are the ones who are to be the leaders of the coming move of God, which they know is coming, but the thing is, they are incorrect. God will choose who He wants to put in positions of responsibility, and they, in their system, they find the most talented, the most fervent, and they think these are the ones who are going to rule the church to come. They are mistaken. What God will do is because of their blindness, they are going to persecute the true believers that are faithful to the Lord. They will persecute. But then they will be persecuted by the culture, by the society, by the government. They will be the ones who eventually will suffer the most. God will protect those that are righteous. God will protect those that are His. They may have to yield. They may have to wait. But eventually, the persecutors will be the ones persecuted. So, if you feel that uh, you have a duty to take over this world, that you have been told by somebody that has position 
and authority and an assembly that you have been called by God to a position of responsibility, be careful because if God hasn't called you to that position, then it's just a position given to you by man, not by God. It's there, you're there by the will of the flesh, by the will of blood, or by the will of man. You're not there by the will of God. And eventually, uh, you will not stand the pressure of what's coming. You will eventually be put in the hands of man, and man is going to put you in the fires of tribulation and hardship. And you're going to cry out to God thinking, Lord, I was just doing your will, and God is going to tell you, no, I never knew you. I didn't know who you were. You used the power of my name. You uh, cast out demons. You healed the sick. You did all these things in my name. But I never counseled you. I didn't give you counsel. I never asked you to do anything. You did it because you had the power and authority because that is the spirit behind this, uh, this new apostolic movement, power. That is the spirit behind it. The spirit behind it is they want power. I have been in meetings where they say, Lord, if you don't give me your power, no. God doesn't have to dispense anything to anybody. And the reason they like the power is because it, may, it elevates them into positions of authority and awe. Uh-uh. God will protect his glory. He will not give his glory to man. We are, I'm just, I, I, as I present this to you, I know what the Lord is telling, is speaking to these churches. No, the apostasy, part of the great apostasy, can be identified as a new apostolic reform movement. And here's here, see, <clears throat> see Peter Wagner, I've discussed this many times, the, the move of the Holy Spirit in southern Colorado. See Peter Wagner, he picked up this type of teaching, and it has gone throughout uh, the not just this country but the world. You see, one of the thoughts in the in this new apostolic reform movement is you have the power to bind spirits, principalities, and powers. You have authority over these spirits to tell them, command them what to do. Well, I'm going to tell you something. They have been given power and authority by Satan over regions, over areas, over cities. And uh, you cannot stop them. You, you can bind the effect of these spirits and demons and what they're trying to do to you individually. But no, I hear people saying that we bind you, Satan. We bind you and we throw you to the pit. Well, that's foolish. The Bible says you can't, that he's going to be free, that, that Lucifer is going to do what he does, and he's been given permission to do it. Now, you can cancel the assignment and be protected from whatever orders have been given from the occult world, the spiritual world, to kill you or to afflict you or to destroy you or whatever it may be, if God gives you the insight, but no, we're not taking over this world for Jesus Christ. We're not, we are not, we haven't been given that authority. We are here, these, these spirits, their powers in the air, their principalities, 
their authorities. They have great authority. And they're going to be here until Christ's coming. Then they're going to be neutralized. But not until then. So who made America great? The, the men that, put, that, that began to put the country together, the presidents, the people that wrote the Constitution. And it's very interesting. The Constitution, without it, the Laodicean church would not have been protected, would not have been effective, could never have been effective. But because of the Constitution, the Lord brought this document by man for the church. All things are to the church. For the sake of the church. For the sake of the plan that God had in this country. At one point, this country was a golden cup in God's hand. But at the end, the country would become foul, diseased, polluted, demonic, satanic. What is in the cup was nothing but evil, pure evil. And we, through the Constitution, have been protected so that we can grow, that we can study the Bible, have the insights into what is in the Scripture. We, the Laodicean Church, we have taken the best of the Church of Philadelphia. And all the riches that were given to them in the way that God used them and how he allowed the Bible to be open because of their oneness, because of their unity. The doors were open, no man could shut them. And what was shut, no man could open. And all the very best, we in America, as far as doctrine, theology, we're the recipients of the very best of the Church of Philadelphia. We are the most gifted with the giftings of God in chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians. We have and have exercised and have used these giftings in the most magnificent way. Yes, yeah, sometimes they've been abused. They've been misused for different fleshly reasons. But we are extremely gifted and the main reason is because we have been trained in this country to a great degree into following the anointing, following the anointing that is given and taught in the scriptures. Uh, just too bad that uh, we we were in a in a um, in a society too where great apostasy would occur. The great apostasy wouldn't be necessarily the Catholic churches, the other churches. The great apostasy would be in the Laodicean church. The other churches, they have, because of their structure, there is a great apostasy already there. But the great attack and target, the, the target Satan has targeted the evangelical churches more than the others. When you have somebody, when you have a bird in a cage, you don't have to worry about that bird. The birds that are not in the cage, those are the ones you need to worry about. 
we in the evangelical churches, we have a dynamic for those who understand true spirituality that is a, a um, how would I say this? We are a threat to the kingdom of darkness. We are a threat. All the churches, all seven churches, the faithful in all seven churches are a threat to the kingdom of darkness. We evangelicals are the greatest threat. Why? Because we are operating, if we are operating in the Holy Spirit, we are operating in the kingdom that Lucifer has been putting together for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. We are a threat to the kingdom of darkness in this country. Now I'm going to begin. You may think that there is no threat from the occult world in this country. Well, you're mistaken. There is a big threat. And eventually, if you Christians, if you know what the Bible says, the coming Antichrist is going to be given his power, his seat, and great authority. And he is going to usher in a kingdom ruled by devil worshipers. Well, you would think that that's not possible. Well, you go back to Nazi Germany and you tell me it, it's not possible. A whole culture, the land of Luther, targeted by Satan to destroy a German people. You don't think it's possible. You go to China. You see how the people of that nation have been slaughtered for the sake of the powers within that nation. And here in this country, the end time individual who's going to destroy the nations of the earth that won't go along with his plans and objectives, he has to have a kingdom that is great militarily and great in every way. And that kingdom would be a kingdom in which everyone would have to worship not just an individual but worship Satan and uh, I'm going to give you out of Isaiah in the next half hour because we're about at the end of the hour but I'm going to begin and we Christians of all people should realize this but the men in the positions of authority don't touch this matter of what and who is Babylon the Great. Well, we can't ignore it. This is out of Isaiah chapter 47. I'm going to use the expanded Bible. God will destroy Babylon slash forward slash America. 47 verse 1. The Lord says, City, you virgin daughter, Babylon, come, sit on the ground, sit on the dirt, come off your throne, people of Babylon, or you daughter of the Chaldeans, sit in the dust, sit in the dirt, you are no longer a ruler, you are no longer going to be delicate, you are going to be throne, throneless, 
you will no longer be called tender or beautiful. You won't be called pampered. You will no longer be called delicate. You're no longer going to be the mistress in the dark, the mistress that is unknown. Verse 2, take millstones, grind flour. Grind the grain into flour. In other words, you have been taken care of. You've never really had to labor. But at the time of your judgment, regardless of whether you're Democrat or Republican, doesn't matter. If you're in the society, hardships are going to come economically and you're going to work harder to make a living. This includes every individual in this nation, even those that have done everything to protect the society. Uh-uh. Remove your veil, take, strip off your skirt. You're going to be exposed. See, it was only the common, the common people, the, the, uh, those who were noble, those who were uh, the the uh, trying to think of the right word the, the the those who were the darlings of the society they never ever would even even expose the ankle they wouldn't expose anything we'll be back in just a few minutes for the second the end of the program This is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m., and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. Hey, folks, the Rev here. When the economy collapses, so will society. Martial law will rule but the protectors will become the looters and thieves. The future will be merciless. Prepare yourself now. Join the Rev for the best urban survival training available today. Call KHNC 970-587-5003 to reserve a seat now. That's 970-587-5003. KHNC is proud to carry my kind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at Two South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button. Reasons to Own Gold, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled 
Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank, which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com. This is Rick Rodriguez, host of The Present Truth, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. Topics, American World Hegemony, the New World Order, Secret Societies, One World Religion, Weather Warfare, International Wars, Transhumanism. Join me, 1360 KHNC. Podcasts are on 1360KHNC.com for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program, Sundays 9 to noon. So, America could not come into existence. Well, I'll put it this way. America and the Seventh Church were basically kind of the same age in that age-wise, they're about the same. America really didn't exist really in what she would become until 17, early 1700s. And she was already developing. Well, as she was developing, the Christians from Europe were coming over too. So they were, you might say, Children at the same time uh, and growing at the same time. And then eventually as the Laodicean church began to uh, began to develop and begin to be effective, then the society, the non-Christian society began also to develop and God knew the Constitution would become the law of the land. There would be the law of man and the laws of God and the laws of man would uh, protect the evangelicals from the work that God had called them to do in the field of humanity. But eventually... Things would begin to develop in America where Christianity could not be allowed. And we're going to 
continue with Isaiah chapter 47, and we'll discuss it. So, in, in four, chapter 47, now I'm going to go to verse 2. Get the millstone ready. In other words, the United States at the end has been a nation of ease, luxury, but now it's going to begin to be a nation where there's going to be hardship. Get the millstones ready. Grind the grain into flour. Take off your veil, your fancy clothes, lift your skirt, get ready to cross the rivers. In other words, crossing the rivers was a chore. And the uh, nobles would be carried over the rivers. They were never allowed to walk across the rivers to even expose their ankles. It was a shame. Well, here, God is going to pull back the veil and the skirt is going to be lifted up. The nations are going to view America for what she really is. What America really is will be seen in totality, in uh, clearly. People will see your people will see your nakedness. Verse three, <clears throat> or it says, men will see your naked body, and they will use you for sex. So, well, I could get off here, go on to something here, but I think I'll just wait. I will make you pay. For the bad things you did, I will not let anyone help you. I will punish you. I will take vengeance. I will punish every one of you. I will spare no one. So everyone in this country, from the kings to the, to the least, is going to be punished, is going to suffer, is going to uh, not, will not be spared. Verse 4, our, sa our Savior Redeemer is named the Lord, Yahweh Sabaoth, the Lord of God's armies, the host, the God of His hosts. He is the Holy One of Israel. Verse 5, so Babylon, so America, come, sit down. Be still, be speechless. O daughter of the Chaldeans, sit in the dark. Say nothing, be silent. Now the daughter of the Chaldeans, the Chaldeans were an occult nation. They were occult people. They were worshiping gods, very powerful gods. Daughter of the Chaldeans. In other words, what this country has really been and will be is no different than the culture and the kingdom of the Chaldeans in the past. Verse 6. I was angry with my people. And all through these scriptures, God talks about the Jewish people, how he would call to them, they were stiff-necked. They wouldn't listen. God would be angry with them. And here in the time to come, they're presently being left alone. But in the time to come, in the next years, they are going to be afflicted. I was angry with you. 
they were mine. I turned against them, and I let you, Babylon, I allowed you to punish them. That was the case in ancient Babylon. It will be the case in future in this country. I let you punish them, not, not the Jewish people in the nation, but the nation of Israel. I let you punish them, but you showed them no mercy. Even for those who were old, you made the work hard. Verse 7, You said, I will live forever. I will always be a queen. And this is the attitude of this nation and the powers of this nation. You can't destroy America. You can't touch America. You said, I will live forever. You, will, you said, I will reign forever as a queen. You did not think about these things. In other words, the way Israel was being treated. You didn't care what you did to my people. You didn't think about what might happen later. Verse 8. So listen, you who loved only pleasure, you loved pleasure. You're a lover of pleasure. You think that you're safe. You think you dwell in security. You tell yourself, I am the only one. I am, in the sense of I am, in a sense, in the psychologically as a nation, I am just like God. Uh, no one can touch me. And there is no other. I will never be a widow. I will never be destroyed. But God says, again in verse 8, but I will never know the loss of my children. So in other words, you can't. we can't be touched. Verse 9, but two things are going to happen suddenly, quickly, unexpectedly, in a single day. You will lose your children and your husband. You're going to become a widow. These things will happen to or overwhelm will come in abundance upon you. The judgments won't come like uh, like one, uh, one hailstone, but millions of hailstones in abundance descending at the same time with all the destructive power of that plague. In spite of all your magic, in spite of all your sorceries, this is verse 9, in spite of your powerful tricks, your spells, your enchantments, here is where Isaiah develops it. And you do evil things, but you feel safe. You trusted, you felt secure in your evil, in your wickedness, in your sorcery. And you said, no one sees what I do. Your wisdom and knowledge have fooled you, have misled you. You say to yourself, I am the only one and there is no other. This country presently is saying to the whole world, no one in this world can stand against the plans of America. 
not Russia, not China, Israel, no nation. We alone rule. No one can interfere, can stop what we desire. This is what Isaiah is saying. This is the spirit of this country because of our great power in so many ways. Verse 11, but God says, but troubles, disaster, and evil, though you're evil, evil from me will come upon you. You will not know how to stop them. You're not going to know how to stop these troubles. See, the occult world in this country right now is very powerful. It was the occult world that was able to stop Donald Trump in the momentum that he had. It was the occult world that was able to protect uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton from all of what they did when Bill was governor of Arkansas and president. You see, this is how powerful the evil in this country. It has been hidden to some degree, but it is now recognized that all over this country there is witchcraft, sorcery, astrology. I go, I'll take you back to the late 60s, early 60s. The uh, hippie movement, within the hippie movement in Colorado, I would see evidence of witchcraft with a lot of these young practicing hippie uh, young people. I knew they were in witchcraft. Then, by the late 60s, we're moving into what is called the New Age Movement. And that New Age Movement is already starting to affect and infiltrate the churches in this country, evangelical churches especially. Not so much the Catholics, not so much the others, but the target was the evangelical churches. Many, I know many evangelical Christians who started getting, getting into uh, weird, strange philosophies on, uh, you know, authority and power. There was a matter of crystals. Uh, women were very drawn to it. Even many of the Christian women that we, that we were familiar with in many of the assemblies, they would pick up a lot of this New Age thought. Then you started to get the matter of yoga. Uh, yoga is a religion. It is nothing less than a, an occult religion. Yes, it can be an exercise if you just exercise for the sake of stretching and exercise. But when you start to get into the spiritual dynamics, this is when you begin to deviate and open yourself up to uh, you open doors to spirits and they're waiting for you to open the doors. Oh, come on in. That's a, I was going to begin today's program with Hebrews chapter 1 and 2. We are in the time of the greatest angelic activity and many of the Christians have been focusing on and are asking the angels for favors. That right there shows that the Christians don't understand 
the angelic world, the spiritual world. So, calamity is coming. It will fall on you. You can't keep it away. You can't stop it. You can't make any atonement for it. You can't pay ransom. It's going to come quickly, and you will not know, and you won't even see it coming. So, he says in verse 12, Keep on using your tricks, meaning keep on using the magic spells, the enchantments, all of this magic, all of the sorcery. Keep using the all of the occult world, the prognosticators, uh, the genie Dixon. Keep using all these soothsayers. Keep using them, Babylon. This is uh, doing all your magic and sorceries. Now here in, chapter, in verse 12, this is Isaiah 47, 12, B, that you have used all of this magic, sorcery, enchantments, astrology, that you have used, practiced, and labored at since you were young, since your beginning. This is what was happening 400 years ago, 300 years ago, already there was witchcraft of every sort being used in this country to make this country what it is. We Christians, we brought a blessing upon the country. We were considered, the country was considered to be a, a, a shining light on a hill, a golden cup that was full of blessings for the world. But eventually the cup would become polluted, which it has. And the sorceries from the beginning. You've used this sorcery since you were young. So use it now. All the occult world, use it now. That they may help. That you'll be successful. That you'll be profit. And maybe you will be in, uh, able to scare someone, to provoke someone to terror for control. Verse 13. You are tired of the advice, the counsel you have received. So let those who study the sky, the astrologers, those who divide the heavens, those who tell the future by looking at the stars and the new moons that gaze at the stars to know the moons, let them save you from what is about to happen. The occult world will not save this country. This country will not be saved by the occult world. And the occult world has been using what comes in through that, through the, the, the fallen angels, that comes in through the spirits, the de demons, to make this country what it is. Now, let them try to save this country. They will not be able to. God has stated from the beginning, there was this type of witchcraft. It has been in conjunction with the blessing that the Christian people have brought on this nation, they have put together, created the world, the land, the society, the culture of the coming son of perdition. They have done it. 
And we Christians in the evangelical churches, this is what's coming. It is now time to begin to... Well, we're going to come back to finish out the hour and I'll continue the thought. Hello, Kathy here from J-Day's Appliance Sales and Service. Here's another maintenance tip for your dishwasher. Always turn the hot water on at the sink before turning on your dishwasher. Every now and then, check under the dishwasher and sink for leaks. We're located at 132 E 7th Street, downtown Loveland. Call us at 970-669-1357. That's 669-1357. Reasons to own gold, number 175. Universal basic income, where the government just gives people money because they won't be able to live and provide for their families because the dollar has been devalued beyond comprehension while never admitting to inflation. Prosperity never comes from the printing press. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Hey folks, Larry Elder here. The rumors are true. KHNC listeners are loving Y-Refi. They're investing in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or to the Fed. A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily, you're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there is no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Eldorados, you got to get in touch with Y-Refi. I've met with them personally, and take it from me, the great Eldersky, they are trustworthy, honest, and you can earn a fixed rate of return up to 10.25%. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, then R-E-F-Y.com, or call. 888-YREFI24. Click on investyrefi.com or call 888-YREFI24. You will be glad you did. Hey, friends. Freddie Freeman here. A wise man by the name of Ben Franklin once said, By failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. So go to 1360KHNC.com and click the Patriot Supply button and make sure you're prepared. With plenty of survival products from emergency survival food, water filtration systems, survival coffee, and more, My Patriot Supply has got the perfect gifts for you. Just click that Patriot Supply button only on 1360KHNC.com. At Mile High Cruise Planners, traveling is their passion and their area of expertise. See how their experience, travel knowledge, and preferred access to special offers can lead you to a stress-free vacation plan. Mile High Cruise Planners is a top-rated travel agency operating in Johnstown, Colorado. For all your travel needs, call 970-578-9779 or visit milehighcruiseplanners.com. So who have the astrologers, sorcerers, stargazers, who have they been helping from the beginning? The government, the powers in Washington, D.C., the political world, the presidents. This is who they have been doing their enchantments and seeking counsel from the other world to help the leaders of this country from the very beginning to be what they are. And they are still assisting the leaders of this nation at the, at the highest 
level of government. They are there. At the highest level of government, it is known that these presidents and the cabinets, they have been involved and are, are and have been involved with sorcery and witchcraft. But the Lord says, in verse 14, But these individuals who are doing this for the government are like straw. Fire will quickly burn them up. They cannot even save themselves from the power of the fire. They are not like coals that give warmth, nor like a fire that you may sit beside. That's not what these people are about. You have worked, labored with these powers in American government. You have worked with them. And they have been there. They have been doing business with these powers in government since you, Babylon, were young. But everyone will go, is going to wander off his own way. There will be no one left to save you. The witchcraft, the sorcery, will not save this country any longer. The judgments are coming, and God will judge those who have been for centuries assisting the powers in government. Now remember, Washington, D.C., if from above, is a Masonic symbol. Everything is a picture of the Masonic uh, masonry. Masonry. It's evident that from the beginning, when White House, all of this was put together, the streets, the design, it was all laid out via occult insight. It's still there today. But God is going to end it. This is why Christians, we in America, this is why we in the evangelical churches that have the Holy Spirit, if there was ever a time to be the best student, ever a time to allow the Holy Spirit to come and give you direction, He'll do that. But you have to begin to ask Him. Pray. Pray for yourselves that you can, uh, number one, that you won't be deceived, that you will find, put people around you that doctrinally, in eschatology and theology, uh, uh, with theology, are sound, and also, again, importantly, that they are upright, righteous, holy, that they are individuals that have the right walk with the Lord. That's it for this week. God bless you. God keep you and everyone that you love. God assist you. God bring the greatest revelation to you. May He open your eyes and may He give you the strength, His Spirit, and the dynamics of His Holy Spirit on your week. I will visit with you next week. God bless you. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. 
The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHA.